Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I am Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. And we are coming at you live on a Wednesday on WSSP. Brewers win last night. They got a Twins. Uh, they got the Twins today in four hours. Game's going to be on YouTube. So everybody that had a problem with Apple TV Plus on Friday... Uh, good luck. You know, because bars have a hard time showing it if they don't have the equipment. But I drove by my local spot last night. Okay. And they've got TVs inside that you can you can like see in the bar. The windows are open, yeah. and then uh, they got TVs now on the outside for people. They're not even showing the Brewer game. They were showing they were showing Cardinals Dodgers. They were showing NFL Live or something. They might not even get Bally Sports. I gotta ask them. I don't know. I, that's weird. That's I could. I don't like it. Nick Costo, someone I do like, and he's back from vacation. How how was your time away, Nick? Oh man, it was great. Uh, it was awesome. Wish I was still there, honestly. But yeah, great to be back working at everything again. Where Where did you go? Uh, first half of the trip, I went to Connecticut, uh, visited some college friends. One of my buddies is a house up there on the shore. Ooh. Stayed there for a number of days, and then I uh, was in the Hamptons for the last like five days of the vacation. So, oh, uh, the Hamptons. Weather was perfect. Yeah, it was great. Very, very bougie and haughty toddy. That's excellent. Like, right up my alley. I loved it. I just, uh, all I know about the Hamptons is every time it came up on Seinfeld, and I just watched yesterday when George was telling uh, Susan's parents that he had a place in the Hamptons, and they all drove there, and then he finally snapped. <laughs> That's all I know about well, the Hamptons. What's, what's his line in that? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. You want to get nuts? Get the car. <laughs> Let's get nuts. All right, well, welcome and what back. what did he say at the end? He's like, I do, he goes, I don't have a house. And they're like, yes, we know, or something like that at the very end. Yeah, and Elaine's like, haven't you done enough to these people? <laughs> you you yeah. killed their daughter. Killed their daughter, yes. Jeez. Yeah. All right, well, welcome back. Did you have? When did you get back? Yesterday? Uh, I've been back for a couple of days. Got back on Monday night and worked yesterday. So this is day two back in the saddle. For all me. right, so we're all in the grind. I think I'm going to start with you I got to ask you about this AL East, man. There's not one team with a losing record. Everybody's like got Oriole fever. They've won nine in a row. You know, the Yankees and Red Sox. I watched that game on Sunday night, which was like, I don't know what it was about that game, but I think the Brewers have been so boring and frustrating to watch that that game was just like the greatest baseball game I've ever seen. Yankees clearly in control of that division. But when it comes to these other teams, like are the Orioles just a fun story right now? Or is there, is there a reason to think that they might be – uh, worth making some money on first and then also like in the playoffs. Well, it's like worth making some money on is like, okay, like how, how do you make some money on them? Like you bet them to win the American league. You bet them to win the world series. And you know, I, I don't think they're there just yet. I mean, look, they're playing great baseball and they're an awesome story. Like you said, now sitting at 544 and 44 winners of nine straight games, but still, you know, I, in the wild card hunt. So I guess I could potentially still make the playoffs. They're only two games behind right now, the Blue Jays in the standings, three games behind the uh, the Red Sox, 
and three and a half games behind Tampa, who just lost Wander Franco, obviously, for an extended period. So it's within the realm of possibility that Baltimore gets into the playoffs. But, I mean, is Baltimore going to be able to beat the Yankees, be able to beat Houston in a series in the postseason? I don't think so. So, I mean, is there a chance to make money on Baltimore on a game-by-game basis? Maybe. I had them last night against the Cubs. That felt pretty good to be able to win that bet. So certainly I think they'd become more viable on a game-by-game basis. But I don't see this being a team that you want to bet to, like, achieve great things in the postseason this year. I mean, obviously it looks like they're ahead of their trajectory and maybe good in in the years to come. But I I don't necessarily see that happening this year. And as far as the division goes, I think Tampa's the team that may fall out of it um, when it's all said and done. Um, given the Franco injury here, you know, the Red Sox are, are playing much better baseball after their like tough starts of the season. And, you know, it felt like a massive win for them to split that series with the Yankees over the weekend and the comfort behind win on Sunday night. I still think Toronto is like too talented to be where they're at only four games over 500 in the standings. And the Yankees are starting to show some cracks in the armor, you know. 3 nothing in the ninth yesterday, lose 4-3 to Cincinnati. I actually bet the Reds went out when it was announced Aaron Judge was going to be out. I fell asleep in the eighth inning, woke up this morning, and saw what happened and pumped my fist. Like, one of the only times <laughs> I'll ever root against my favorite team. But, I mean, look, we, we, we've seen this with the Yankees since 2009 when the Yankees won their last World Series championship. This is a team that has had, like, dizzying regular season success in most years and, you know, falls apart when it matters the most. So, I can just tell you as a Yankees fan that I'm not supremely confident come playoff time if they have to see Boston, if they have to see Houston in, in, in a series here. So I actually do think the American League might be a little wide open. I don't know if Baltimore's the team that I'd like to put my money on, but that's my assessment of things at the moment. Well, yeah, I'm just looking at uh, everything in the American League, and and I was going to say that I would only probably put money on the Yankees or the Astros. I just feel like to win the pennant, it'd be one of those teams. Maybe the Red Sox, you know, if they – if they get in a series with the Yankees, I don't I don't like anybody in the Central. I don't know what the White Sox are doing. That's a massive disappointment. I don't know how wide open it would be. Yeah, I think I, I think that's fair. And like like the Yankees obviously are 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 have a fourteen game lead in the in the division where every team is five hundred or better. The Yankees yeah. have a fourteen game lead. So like yeah, like the Yankees are the best team. I'm just telling you that like I've seen this movie before. I, I kind of know how it ends, and I'm and I'm scared about how it's going to potentially end here. So I don't know how I'm going to choose to play it just yet. Kind of want to like see a little more, see how like the bracket shakes out. Obviously, in this new postseason format in baseball here, I'm just saying that like like if you're going to bet the Yankees, like you never do it now. Like never do it now at the height of the market. Like maybe wait a little bit. Let's see what happens here. Let's see what the prices end up being. But I mean, but the Yankees at 61 and 26. I don't think now is the time to bet them. Like that ship has sailed. Uh, then I'll go over to the National League. Obviously, the Dodgers are a team that a lot of people think can can go back there. They're very good. The Mets have been playing well. Uh, the Braves are coming on. I don't know. I mean, I can bring up our Brewers. I think that the way that people are acting about the Brewers right now is they'll probably win the Central, but they're not going to. I mean, they don't have enough hitting. They don't have enough. We're, it's so bad here that we're actually talking about trading Josh Hader just to get some bats, which would be stupid, but yeah, well, I, I mean, get like- the conversation. I mean, I don't, I don't know if the lineup is that terrible for the Brewers. I mean, I'm looking at it right now, only 12, run, only 12 less runs scored than the Mets. I'm not saying the lineup is great, but, I mean, they, 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 have, scored, they have scored a bunch of runs here. I, I, but I agree with you. I, I don't think Milwaukee is, like, a significant threat to win the National League. I mean, like you could see it happening just because, you know, in a short playoff series with, with the two studs in the front of the rotation, obviously, and the stud in the back of the bullpen, you know, there's obviously a case to be made for Milwaukee because of that. But, you know, if you're going to look to get away from the Dodgers, who are obviously streaking right now and, you know, that division was very close. Like, I don't know, like, it felt like when I went on vacation, things were very close in that division. And now the Dodgers have opened up a seven-and-a-half game lead um, atop the division on the Padres. And the Dodgers kind of look like that team that we expected them to be. If I were going to get away from the Dodgers, and I don't mean to make this New York-centric because I am a New Yorker, but it would be the Mets. You know, when, when Jacob deGrom comes back and you saw what Scherzer did the other night, um, in the start in Atlanta, outdueling Max Fried and a fellow Max on Max crime. Like, Scherzer's obviously dynamite. We've seen it over the course of a first ballot Hall of Fame career. And when DeGrom comes back, if he looks like he looked last year, right, when he was like the runaway favorite to win NL Cy Young before he was lost for the season, I mean, like, that that's that's a better one-two punch than the Brewers have, and no disrespect to the Brewers starters who are great. But, I mean, you have those two guys at the front, a pretty good lineup, um, a battle-tested manager, obviously, in Buck Showalter. I think if I'm looking to get away from the Dodgers in the National League, the Mets would be the where I would look. I don't mind Nick Costas here. You better you bet on the Odyssey app. I don't mind keeping it a little New York Central here. Is that's where a lot of stories are coming out of. What about your Knicks? I mean, apparently they're yeah, man. they're rushing to trade for Donovan Mitchell, but what are they like? What are they gonna give up? 
I don't know. I've, I've kind of like lost all hope that the team's ever going to be good in my lifetime. So we're not really sure. Um, you know, like apparently it would be RJ Barrett um, and then probably another young player, which would be like quickly um, Obi Toppin or like Quentin Grimes probably. Mm. And then like a bunch of first round picks. And like these picks that they have are like whatever picks. They're all like protected in the top half of the draft. So the picks are like whatever. I don't care about the draft picks. But uh, yeah, I, I, I guess you make that deal. Like I, I love RJ Barrett. He's 22. He's improved every single year. Well, Mitchell's 25. I mean, is Barrett, I guess, like, is the best-case scenario for Barrett to be like Donovan Mitchell? Like, could he be better? Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, with Mitchell, you've already got a guy who's great. And, like, I know it was in the bubble, but he's had the postseason success. We remember that great series that Utah had against Denver when him and Jamal Murray were going back and forth with the 50-point games. So I, I, I actually think it's, like, a deal you probably make if that's what it is. If it's, like, Barrett and Obi Toppin and a couple first-round picks for Donovan Mitchell, I, I feel like you make that deal. And then it's it's Donovan Mitchell and it's Jalen Brunson. And I know that, like, the, the criticism of Mitchell will be he doesn't play defense. And he's not a great two-way player. And the league is built on great two-way players. I don't know. I think if he goes to play Tom Thibodeau, he'll probably give more of a damn defensively. The other thing would be, you know, Jalen Brunson is not necessarily like a ball-dominant player. We saw that in Dallas where Luka had the ball all the time. But given that his new contract, he's going to have the ball a lot. And Donovan Mitchell is a guy that takes a billion shots a game. And Mitchell, obviously, in Utah with another star in Rudy Gobert. Like, Gobert doesn't shoot the ball. So Mitchell was able to shoot a million times a game. And he's not, like, efficient. Like, he needs to shoot a ton in order to get his points. So fascinated to see how that might play out if the Knicks got him. I guess, like, with Donovan Mitchell, I think the Knicks are probably, like, I don't know, like a – like a top seven team in the East, but I mean, like the Bucks would laugh at the Knicks in a postseason. Oh, sure. Series. You know, like the Celtics would laugh at them. The Sixers would laugh at them. It's just like, I don't know, man, whatever. Well, the Celtics, they're making some like Brogdon. If you, if he's always hurt, but if you only need like 20 minutes a game out of him and then Gallinari, the Celtics have reloaded pretty good. Just since you mentioned them, if you were, um, if you were Golden State, would you trade for Durant? I wouldn't. Yeah, of course. Of course nah, I wouldn't. You? They don't need him. I mean, I guess. I guess that they don't need him. I mean, you would. You would. If if Chris Middleton had been healthy, you'd say that they need him because the Bucks would have won the championship, and they they would they wouldn't have won it. So I think they'd then we'd be like, yeah, they probably need Kevin Durant. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's an easy if it's if it's like available and they can like make that deal. Yeah, I mean, of course you trade for Kevin Durant. Like, no, I, I like what the Warriors start. are doing because they're Steph and Clay you. and Dre are going to leave. Yeah, Nick. I I, I got to tell you, man. Imagine like you're a smart guy. I respect your sports opinion. Imagine being like, yeah, we don't need Kevin Durant. Like, imagine saying that and meaning it. Like, what do you? What does that mean, man? No, I mean of it. Of course, you trade for Kevin. No, Durant. no, you got you got a nice you got the Varsity Warriors and the JV Warriors, and the JV Warriors are going to take over when those guys retire. Kevin Durant's going to cost you all those won't. assets. Kevin Durant. Or they won't. And you'll win a championship this year with Kevin Durant again. No, Kevin Durant's going to tweet his way out of this league. I'm really, I'm yeah, really tired I, with I, Kevin I, Durant. I kind of feel like he's too good for that to happen. I feel like he might stay in Brooklyn. By the way, just quickly on, on Durant, um, I think the Nets are worth taking a shot on now to win the championship at a depressed number. Oh, yeah, now um, that they're super it, low. Yes, correct. And now that it looks like Durant like might actually stay in Brooklyn, like why would yeah, if I'm Brooklyn, why would you trade him? Like Kyrie's gonna stay, you've got Simmons. Run it back one more time with Durant. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not saying like go like put the mortgage on the Nets to win the championship, just that like it's a pretty palatable number at the moment to bet the Nets if you think that Kevin Durant might actually stay in Brooklyn. I don't know if you heard about my big news, but uh a couple of Fridays ago I filled in nationally on CBS Sports Radio for Zach Gelb. And oh, great. I was talking a lot about Kevin Durant, and I had said the Brooklyn Nets should play the hardest of hardballs, and there's no way that Kevin Durant is going to sit out a year. Worst-case scenario, he sits out a year because he doesn't want to play for you. You're, the trade package you can get for him doesn't get lowered at all. Oh, no. One less year of Kevin Durant, now he's fresh. So the Nets should get exact – like, they, they should ask for the world, and they should keep him. Kevin Durant wanted to come here. You keep him, so I'm with you. I, I, w- I would look. I would look yeah. at the Nets now for sure. I I agree. Yes. So it's a, like again, like not like a not a, 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 a significant sum of money on it, but I mean, you want to you out there listening, you want to put a couple shekels on it if you agree with us that the Nets are more likely to keep Durant than trade him at this point. Um, it's a great number to get, and that number is going to drop precipitously if and when they, that gets announced that he's going to play for them this year. 
All right, I was excited to talk to you because I look forward to these segments, but also I need some uh, I need some British. I need some I need some guys in the British. Okay. Yeah, guys in the British Open. Let me just I want to bring the odds board up just so I can give you the latest up-to-date numbers here. Uh Rory is definitely good. I don't think Rory's the favorite, but I'll definitely be on Rory. Just to answer the Tiger part of this, I would never bet Tiger to win the tournament and like Tiger gets bet like in, in a ridiculous fashion. So like Tiger to make the cut has been steamed. So like I don't even know if that's worth taking at this point. I, I don't know if I'm gonna have any against mm. up in this tournament. R- Rory that I really like. I always look at my guy Colin Morikawa in these majors. Morikawa sitting at 30-1 to 1 right now. I guess if you're going to go down the board, I don't really know if I like any like guys at really long prices. I guess one guy that I'd give you at a long price, and the price has moved about 30 cents from plus 125 to 90-1, um, to, to to one, would be Bryson. And like I, I understand that like he's he's not good. I get it, and he's been in like a really poor form. This is a guy like 18 months ago was considered to be one of the best golfers in the world who could literally win anywhere, and now you're getting him at 90 to one. So I'll definitely have a couple bucks on Bryson DeChambeau, and I know that it's kind of like not in vogue to say you like the favorite to win a golf tournament. We're always looking for the value. I just gave you a 90 to one shot. I actually think Rory's the most likely guy to win this tournament. Rory's a 10 to one. I will definitely have a ticket on Rory McIlroy. Nick Costos, you better you bet. Welcome back. You got the best time of the year for sports, baby. July. So enjoy it. Yeah, can we just like can we just like talk football next week, please? Like I don't I I mean, it's my favorite. Like it's almost here. Oh well, yeah. I, I mean I am excited, man. I'm I've never been more excited, honestly. I have never been more excited for football. And we had a guy calling uh, a while ago, Carl, and he says, Why is everybody freaking out about the Brewers? Why is everybody breaking down every game? There's 162 of these things. And I'm like, I get it, man, but it's that or, or or what? I mean, I can only yeah. Someone, I, can only, someone, I can't do four hours on Wimbledon. That, like, you try yes, yes. You try you try doing four hours of sports radio on Wednesday, July thirteenth, and like and don't talk baseball and see where it gets you. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, I, I I need it. The Brewers had At three rain delays calls. last night. It's crazy. Thing ever yeah, you guys don't like, even take we calls. We don't take any calls. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, yeah, we got it. You think I, you think I want to break down Clay Holmes and the Yankees bullpen for twenty <laughs> minutes on the show today? Hell no. I want to talk about football. We're almost there. We've almost made it. Callers during football season, you get thirty seconds. Make your point. Get off. Callers during July, you get the whole segment, man. You get eight minutes. Oh, they're guests. Yeah, call, callers during July are like guests. Yeah. Stop bloviating for whatever you want. Tell me your life story. Great. Whatever. <laughs> Fill the, get me to the end of the show, please. All right, Nick. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, later. Nick Castos. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Joining us, you better you bet. Find that on the Odyssey app. It is free to download and free to listen to. And you get free advice and free tips. And they're pretty good. They've had some good runs. Do you ever gamble, Timmy? Yeah. No? I'm, yeah. <laughs> no. Like DraftKings or Fantasy? No, or no. Maybe you should, uh, maybe I should follow in your footsteps and maybe you can teach me DraftKings. Oh, uh, yeah. a dollar here, a dollar. ten bucks, yeah. A dollar here, a dollar there. Uh, yeah, but then, then you're going to know, start doing fives and then twenties. Yeah. And, and then football season's going to start. And, and then you're going to want to bet every game. Coming to you saying, what did oh, you Oh, no, you've called, you've called for Fantasy Football. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you need to help me this year, maybe with my team. I need to get back in the 
the winning saddle. Here. I still got a fantasy football conundrum. I'm trying to figure out. I run a league, and the only thing that is really hard is trying to get all 12 guys to be together at the same point. And it, it looks like we're going to do a, a weeknight Zoom session. Because, you know, one weekend I got this, and another weekend some guys here, and another weekend some guys here. And it's just, it's it's hard to get do you know what we 12, 38-year-olds together. Do you know what we do? Because we're probably about the same. We're, well, we are the same age. Yeah. So I we had that problem, too. Uh, gosh, four or five years ago, we just all we just decided that it will be, it will, our draft will always be the Sunday of Labor um, Day. Labor Day. Yeah, we we've tried to do that, and then something always comes up for somebody. Now some people can't be there, you know, obviously because of either out of town or yeah, some of them are married, and maybe I should look to kids. do that. I'm a bad commissioner, but basically our commissioner said this is this is the date, hard date every year. We go to the same uh, place. Yeah, it just won't work for us. I know it's hard. We don't. We obviously still don't get everyone to show up, but. I'd say 75% of us. Well, I try to do a weekend, you know, because yeah. we could golf a little bit before mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then uh, have the night to enjoy ourselves, maybe fall asleep during rounds 8 through 11 and have to get woken up later after the league's drafted four kickers for you. Not saying that's ever happened, but, you know, maybe three kickers. Uh, but then not, not so there's one guy that, you know, he's got a cottage, and that's where he goes in the summer all the time on the weekends, and he doesn't want to give up a weekend, a precious yeah. Wisconsin summer weekend. Especially to do holiday a draft, weekend, right? I don't know why he just doesn't invite us all to his cottage and to have the draft. I'm done. Actually, I've never even thought of that as being an option, and that actually should be an option. That would be, uh, that would be good. We're talking a little bit about golf and the British, and that'll start. I think that starts at like midnight tonight, our time, because mm-hmm. it'd be six or something tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna break down the British Open tomorrow. Stick around. Toby Altizer and I are talking more golf. I know you guys love talking golf. I love talking golf. And I love talking about this live tour thing. And there's one guy we haven't heard from yet, and that's Tiger Woods. And Tiger Woods finally talking about the live tour. And guess what? He doesn't get it. He doesn't know why people would turn their back on the organization that has given them so much to go play with this live golf tour. Your question about the... The players who have chosen to go to live and and to play on, um, to play there, I I disagree with it. Um, I think that uh, what they've done is they've, they've turned our, their back on what has allowed them to get to this position. Um, some players have never got a chance to even experience it. Uh, they've they've gone right from the amateur ranks right into you know that organization um, and never really get a chance to to play out here and, and what it feels like to play a tour schedule or, or to um, play in some big events and you know who knows what what's going to happen in the near future with world ranking points um, the criteria for entering major championships. Um, the, the, the governing body's going to have to figure that out. And I, some of these players may, may not ever get a chance to play major championships. And that is a possibility. Uh, we don't know that for sure yet. It's up to the, all the major championship bodies to make that determination. But that is a possibility that um, some players will never ever get a chance to play in a major championship, never get a chance to experience this right here. Um, walk down the fairways at Augusta National. I mean, uh, that, that to me, I, I just don't, uh, I just, to me, I just don't understand it. Tiger Woods does not need money. Tiger Woods has made a lot of money in his life. Uh, Live Tour did reach out to Tiger and offer him like, I don't know, if I said $17 billion, would you believe me? What, does it even sound like an exaggeration? If Live Golf got Tiger Live, Tiger Woods is probably worth $100 billion to Live Golf. I mean, if he went over there, PGA is dead. You know, okay? If Tiger goes over there. But Tiger, his whole thing is the competition. Like, you go over there for the money, but then you lose the competition. Tiger doesn't need to be golfing anymore. He could retire. But he still loves that competition. And that's why he grinds his body and tries to still play in these majors. 
because of the competition. So you're going to miss out on a bunch of different things. He just doesn't understand like this format and everything with live. Like, what are you, what are you really playing for anymore? These players are doing for, you know, guaranteed money. Um, what, what is the incentive to practice? What is the incentive to go out there and earn it in the dirt? Um, you're just getting paid a lot of money up front and playing a few events and playing 54 holes. They're trying to, you know, playing blaring music and have all these um, atmospheres that are different. I, I just don't see how, you know, I've... 54 holes, I, you know, I, I can understand 54 holes is almost like a mandate when you get to the senior tour. The guy's a little bit older and a little more banged up. But, you know, when you're at a young age and some of these kids, they really are kids, you know, who have gone from amateur golf in, into that organization. Um, 72 hole tests, you know, are, are part of it. I mean, we used to have 36 hole playoffs for major championships. You know, that's, that's how it used to be. 18-hole um, U.S. Open playoffs. You know, that's... Um, I just don't see how that, that move is, is positive in the, in the long term. So I kind of... I mean, I definitely... I don't like the Live Tour. I don't think it should be a thing. I think it's... I think it, I mean, it's very interesting. It's definitely interesting. We haven't had a challenger to a professional sports league like this really in, in generations, you know, there was the ABA, there was the AFL and now there's this live golf tour. And of course there's all the peripherals with the Saudis and where the money's coming from. And you know, what's their intention with it. The guys that are going there are either, I mean, frankly washed up or too young to like, and not as good to make it on the main tour. So they're going for the money. Okay, so you get a bunch of names, because they're still names. I mean, Phil Mickelson's a massive name. Bryson, Brooks, these guys are big golf names. But then when they go over there, they get the payday. They get Dustin Johnson to go over there, got, what, $125 million just to go over there. And they're going to make a bunch of money, dude, because even in these tournaments, you have a bad tournament, you're still getting, like, $500,000. You win a tournament, you get four million. I mean, the money is insane. The money is insane. The golf's not going to be, the golf's not going to live up to the money. The golf's not going to be good. There's, you've already got all this money in the bank. You're not going to practice hard to get better. You win these tournaments. Oh no, I I took 90th or there's not even that many golfers. I don't think, but I took 50th. I get $800,000. Oh, I took third. I get $3 million. Oh, I guess the next tournament, I'll just play around and get 3 million in that one. They get, there's so much, and you get the money that you started with. There's not a lot of incentive to be good at golf. So what's going to happen is these guys, the, the live tour can throw money and they'll come over. But then once they're there, there's not a lot of incentive to be good at golf. It's not going to be good golf. So from a sports fan's perspective, if you try to seek this out and watch it, you're going to see all these different logos with these dumb different teams that I can't yet figure out. It's going to be stupid. And no one, no TV uh, has picked it up yet. You can't watch it on TV. You still is it like on YouTube? Yeah, I'm gonna bring out. Somewhere? I'm gonna bring out my friend. So I was talking to my friend. Okay. And he was golfing the other day with his dad, and his dad's I don't know in his late 60s probably, and his dad goes to him, "Hey, I uh, I thought the end of that tournament was great." And my friend's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, the Barbasol or whatever." And he's like, "No, the Live Golf Tour it was thrilling finish." And my friend looks at his dad. He's like, "Stop talking right now." I, I, I don't want I, you do not like live golf. I don't you're not going to like live golf. You're not talking to me about live golf. I was like, how do you even find it? And I didn't I didn't know your dad to be a, a wizard with technology. How did he go and seek out the live golf tour? You, you're telling me you got people that can't figure out Apple TV plus and they're they're and watching they're the live golf tour live golf. <laughs> uh, this game's on YouTube today, by the way, this Brewers game. You want to talk about uh, streaming again? It's not that hard. It I, is. is it, YouTube is a lot easier, obviously, than Apple TV Plus, I guess, kind of, maybe, no. I mean, like Amazon. There's going to be football games on Amazon. That I have. Well, I think everybody has it, right? Everybody's going to Amazon point? today or yesterday. Because of the do, 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 do. John Batiste. 
Can't miss deals. Last day of that commercial. And here's God. the thing. Like, some of those Thursday night games, I don't care about. Like, well, no, but it's easy. If you can go to Amazon, you can go to these games. The problem yes. is going to be bars. Correct. The problem is, can bars, do they have enough, like, of, do they have to get a Roku? Do they have to get a Fire Stick? How are they going to plug it in? Because Friday, I went out. I was at a bar, my local watering hole. And then I went over to Pato. And they didn't have it on there either. A big sponsor. A too. big sponsor of the Brewers. Big sponsor of the Brewers can't even show the game because of streaming. So that's where, but you'll figure it out. I mean, yeah. Big deal. It's on YouTube today. What do and, you and let's miss be the Brewers real. lose? Big deal. When the, pack, the Packers have a Thursday night game this year, I believe later in the season. Someone locally will pick it up. Oh, yeah. In the Milwaukee and Green Bay markets, one of the, the local channels are able to pick it up. Now, if you live in Madison or La Crosse or Eau Claire or Wausau or those markets, you have to go to Amazon. You won't be able to watch on your market. You're not a local, local market. You're a statewide preseason market, but you're not a local, local market. So like my guy, Dennis and Hammond, he's going to have to stream it. Madison, really? That's a shame. Madison's not a local market. Local, yeah. It is Green Bay, and then Milwaukee got attached to it. I guess we're lucky. Right, we're, we should even be thanking our lucky star we can even watch Packers. Be honest with you. Uh, coming up, I'm going to play a little trivia with you, Tim. Wonderful. I'm ready. That, that's going to be riveting stuff. Oh, my God. We're going to hear from Baker Mayfield. We're going to talk roofs. The uh, I noticed yesterday that uh, week one of the NFL season, whew, Browns, Panthers. Yeah. Uh, somehow they always get it right. Seahawks, Broncos. How how about it? Russ. Packers, Vikings. Oh, my God. For the 90th time, we have to go there first. Great. We're back in three here on The Fan. 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Toby Eltizer on the afternoon show this week. Hey, I'm happy to report. There was a running of the Bulls today in Spain, and nobody died. Well, that's good. You know the running of the Bulls, the short two-minute dash through the cobblestone streets of Pamplona? Would Bart Winkler ever do that? The running of the Bulls, I still don't understand. I, I think it is the stupidest thing that exists in this world. Six people were injured, though, but there were no... Uh, the headline is, six people hurt... No Gorings in Pamplona. Why would you I mean, I don't know. The, these, like, thrill seekers that I want to know what it's like to feel close to death. Jumping out of a plane? I would never do that. Bro, I don't even like going on roller coasters anymore. Okay? Why would Why? Yet, on the way home, I will be watching Miss Marvel on my phone while driving. <laughs> it's the last episode, so... I guess. Terrible. Tony's in Texas. Tony. Hey, I, I'm with you. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. And by the way, have you ever been to a rodeo? Um, I don't know. I, I guess I haven't. I, I always cheer for the animal. I always cheer for the for the bull, or I cheer for the calf. They they tie these little baby calves up. You know, I just I don't get it. You mess with the the bulls, the the, the calves, the, the the whatever the cow, whatever you got going on, your cow tipping. Whatever you get back, the, the animals are going to come back at you. So I don't like that. I'm with you, Bart. What's up with you? Oh, well, first of all, I like Target Field. Mm. I like well, I've never Field. been. Why am I on an echo? Why do you? I don't know. <sighs> do you hear that? Yeah, that happened to me once. I think it's the call. It's the phone. Is it your phone? Am I still? The... No, I'm it's gone. All right. Well, I'm not on Bluetooth. Mm. Well, right. you're already top of the. No, is it back? Who cares? What's up? All right. You were talking about Target Field. You like it? I like it. Anyway, Packers season, though. I, I'm excited about that. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's these Rashawn Gary hype videos I see or the just the, the mindset of the team, how they're going away from, like, Devontae Adams in the passing game to more of a special teams, defense-centric type of team. But I'm with you. This is the most excited I've been for the Packers in years. And is that, do, am I onto something here? Is that why we're excited? No, it's not even the Packers. I'm just excited for football. Well, that's I'm excited to watch like 
Baylor, Texas Tech, as, a, as much as I'm excited to watch the Packers and Vikings. I'm oh, just yeah. excited for football. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. And did you ever find an airfare for Buffalo? I'm, I'm going to go to that game because it's on my birthday. So it's just coincidence that you're going too. But that airfare is brutal. I can't find anything. It's like either an eight-hour layover or a $500 flight. Yeah, I haven't looked too hard. I had a buddy who had everything locked in with flights, and then uh, they changed it. So now there's a massive delay. So he's thinking he wants us to drive out there, which oh I am God. not on board with. Uh, and and he says, well, you know, we can get out there. Let's say we get out there, and then on that Monday we try to get home, there's another delay. I, I don't want to think worst-case scenario, but, yeah, getting out there is going to be a challenge. I might take the St. Lawrence uh, Seaway or whatever it's called. What's that thing called? Uh, whatever. We're Lewis and Clark. Can you, can you name the, the five Great Lakes? Top of your head. Can I name the five Great Lakes? Top of your head. Boom, boom, boom. Go. Yeah. Superior, Michigan, Huron, Erie, Ontario. There you go. It's the five Great Lakes. It's not like, come on. They don't know them in Texas. Well, I don't know anything. I can't name five cities in Texas. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Hey, so I got to give you an update on, you know, Mike the Painter and I had a big uh, big lunch date at the Brewer game. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if, you know, I had a big breakup too. I don't know if my ex-girlfriend caught wind of that or what, but I think she got a little jealous of that, that Mike the Painter time. And, and she came down to, uh, I was in Austin this weekend with a big AU tournament. And, and she came down, we had a little rendezvous. And you know, I, you know, things are going good. And then the next day, Bart, I'm wearing a Packers shirt, and she digs into me. You're always wearing Packers or Bucks gear. Now that 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 is that crazy. Does your wife ever say anything like that to you? I mean, that's just ridiculous, right? I'm wearing a St. Louis Battlehawks shirt right now from the XFL. <laughs> Wait, so you're back with your girlfriend, or you're not? Yeah, we, we had a little, you know, you had a little slip up, a little rendezvous, you know, like Craig and Naomi. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't get me going on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a very Craig and Naomi type of situation. Uh, Southern Charm reference for those of you not yeah, in yeah, the know. It's, it's a deep cut if you don't the watch The number three cable show on Thursdays on Bravo. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal show. But, yeah, so she got on me for wearing Packers and Bucks gear too much. And then I got on her, Bart, for – not having good Wi-Fi and I, or cellular coverage, I can't hear your show when I was at her house. I mean, that's that's. Oh, up. leave her. Exactly. I can't listen to you, Horvat, whoever. The Wi-Fi was so terrible. Yeah. So, Dumper then. Yeah, that's where we are. So yeah. <laughs> and by the way, we've got the uh, Bart Winkler Happy Hour group that's got a major controversy with Ram right now. Ram is so- somehow pissed off all the people that are he's friends with. Why would he say now? Well, I just think Rams Middleton takes has just gone overblown, and, and, and even Dave from Cudahy, the nicest guy in the world, is, is done with Ram. So wow, a lot middle. of drama going on. Jeez. Yeah, so the happy hour, which you can listen on Twitter, if you don't mind me promoting here, three to five, you know, a couple times a week. You can follow me on Twitter, Tony. Three to five? Mark. Yeah, we do it. Like, you know, people are done with the work. They're checking out, you know. Tony from Texas goes on Twitter. They do spaces. They do a wrap-up show from this show, right, essentially? Yeah, basically we're talking about your show. We'll talk about Notebook Mike. Is Notebook Mike healthy? Is Mike the painter the best painter in Milwaukee? Is it Mike the better painter? Is Bart going to the afternoons? All that stuff. Yeah, is Bart going to the afternoons? Is Gary his new partner? Mm -hmm. Will Gary and and Leroy figure out the cough button? That's Mm -hmm. the kind of stuff we talk about. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's quality programming. And we'll mix in some Brewers, Packers, Bucks. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'm going to let you go. All right, Bart. Hey, have a great rest of your week. I'll talk to you. I'll probably talk to you tomorrow. All right. I'll be right here. All right, buddy. See you. I joined that show on my burner account just to see what they're saying. So You have a burner account? Mm-hmm. What did they say? Anything good? Uh, you've said everything. Yeah, a lot of a lot they, of rumblings. That they I'm they going like after they news. like to start some stuff. I do report. I, I I will report back to you if I hear something. Oh no, I mean whatever, and you know, it's fine. My burner account. <laughs> What's your what do you need a burner account for? I don't have one. You have two hundred followers. Thanks. Everybody follow T Shea four ten, at T Shea S H E A four ten. When I reach my one thousandth follower, Wendy's for Bart. Everyone 
Yep. Wendy's for Bart. Um, everyone follow at Tisha four ten. He wants his Wendy's. When I get my one thousand follower, Bart, I will buy you Wendy's. Whatever you want. All right. I'll take the left side of the menu, please. Are you gonna live tweet the brewer game today? Should I? Yeah. Okay. I like when people sit at home on their TV and I'll, live tweet a I'll, burger game. I'll, uh, I'll keep you updated because I'm sure, well. Let's see if you get a Bart bump here. You're at 321 followers. Somehow you lost one since I did this. Oh, 322. Yep, here we go. All right. Tiche 410. I got 700 to go. Come on. Tiche, T-S-H-E-A 410 on Twitter. Tim Shea, hot takes. Hot action. Shafty Bro says, I will not follow you. Okay. All right. Tim, you're up to 325. Yep. Holy buckets. Keep them coming in, guys. This radio gets results, folks. (laughs) I hope sales is listening. 330. Who are the new followers? Uh, Thank you. Here, let me uh, just. Wow. T. Shea. 410. Thank you to Jeff Christensen and Nikki Werner, wow. Dan Harris. Danny. Who else? Ethan Ethan Schneider. Ethan Schneider. Tyler. Tyler, the creator. Ethan Schneider. 333. Thank you, Larry Sports. Larry Sports. You got Larry Sports. Dave Abbott. Holy buckets. Yikes. Michael Gar- Michael Gartsky. Gartsky's following you? Yeah. Oh, I love Gartsky. All right. D-Rock. Oh, D-Rock. Shamrock. Jeff Wagner. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I don't like to go on Twitter too much. It's a very volatile uh, website. I do go on there for meetups uh, with the fellow Proud Boys, however, and... Uh, I try to keep it quiet. You're up to four, 351. Steve Ring. Steve Ring. Greg G tweets at me. Let's go. Let's go, Greg G. Holy cow. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. He didn't follow you? <laughs> no, we've been following each other for a while. Oh, okay. I, I mean, come on. Yeah, you, yeah, okay. You've been, we, me and Steve have been following each other for uh, a while. Tim, I got some trivia for you real quick. Let's go. We talked yesterday about the new name for uh, Heinz Field. What are they calling this thing? AccuSure? AccuSure or something. AccuSure or something? Yep. Yep. And then we talked with Paul Emig about, well, what if Lambeau Field dipped into that? And I said no. And you said yes. You wanted it to be named. I'm going to give you the real name of some NFL stadiums right now. You got to tell me. Who plays there? Okay, I can do this. All I'm right. going 100 for 100. Put whatever. your phone down for a second. Sorry. I we'll just, look at your I, notifications yeah. in a moment. All right. Tiche 410. <laughs> Who plays at Jiha Field? G-E-H-A. Geha, Jiha, Goha. This is NFL? NFL. These are all NFL. Oh, boy. G-E-H-A, all caps, field. You can do it. You get five seconds per. I'm not gonna be here all day. Jiha Field. Yep. Sounds like this is gonna be wrong for you. Uh, uh, give me the Kansas City Chiefs. That would be correct. Really? Yep. I knew they. I knew they renamed it Arrowhead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's whatever it is, is it at Arrowhead. At Arrowhead. All right. Who plays at M Power Field? That's the Denver Broncos. Wow. Tim Shea loves sponsors. Jeez. Who plays at First Energy Stadium? First Energy Stadium. First Energy Stadium. Yeah. Give five seconds. AFC or NFC? Uh, AFC. Houston Texans. That is incorrect. That would be the Cleveland Browns. (sighs) Who plays at Highmark Stadium? I think this is a recent change. Highmark Stadium. Buffalo? Wow. Yes. How? 
Who plays at Lumen Field? Lumen Field. Lumen. L-U-M-E-N. Lumen Field. Four. Three. Two. Jacksonville. Uh, incorrect. That would be the Seattle Seahawks. Who plays at TIAA Bank Field? Baltimore Ravens. That is Jacksonville. Who plays at U.S. Bank? The Vikings. Yeah. Who plays at Caesars? The Detroit Lions. They play at Ford Field, bro. Oh, Caesars. Caesars. Oh, Caesars. Uh, New Orleans. Yes, Saints. the Caesars Superdome. Yes. And who plays at Bank of America Stadium? Baltimore. That would be the Panthers. Panthers. I think Baltimore is what? MIT or yeah. MTMT? Yeah. Something dumb. I just don't know. Those They change their stadiums all the time. I'll tell you, back in my day, it used to be Browns played at Brown Stadium. Packers played at Packers Stadium. Packers played at Green Bay East. Broncos played at Mile High. Now it's Mile High and Vesco Pepsi Highmark. I have Luma. a buddy who works for Empowers. M- That's why I knew. He was very excited. Why? Because his company sponsored the Denver Broncos Stadium. Oh, he works at he Empower? He works at Empower, yes. Okay. Do you know anyone at Fiserv? I do not, but I know people at Fiserv Forum. <laughs> yeah, I. somebody told me, I don't know if this is true, and I don't, I'm just going to say it. Somebody told me the way that Fiserv got the naming rights was they were looking at buying tickets to a box, and their season ticket rep was like, Oh, by the way, you could sponsor the stadium, like just like joking about it. <laughs> and they said yes. And Pfizer's like, oh, how much? There's no way that's true. Oh, yeah, that's what I was told. Really? Yeah, from someone within. That's what I, I don't know how. I mean, people t- people yeah. tweet me all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then uh, the guy like got a huge um, commission off of it, just on a lark. He said, oh, Andrew. so the lesson is, the lesson is, um, oh, I still have the, I still have the music. No, the lesson is uh, don't be afraid of the no. You know, so many salespeople are afraid of the no. What are they missing out on? Right? Yeah. Don't be afraid of the no. T. Shea 410 is up to 378 followers. Did you know today is National French Fries, French Fries, French Fry Day? Thank you, Ryan. Uh, he told you that? Yes. Who else is following you? Oh, gosh. Give some shout-outs. Let, let me go here. Yeah, uh, get the new followers. Uh, B. Johnson. B. Johnson. Eddie ha- Eddie J. Ham. Oh, I love Eddie Ham. Uh, Ryan Ryan D. 587. Ryan D. Up North Wisco is following me. Look at you. Uh, Cheery, 37. Okay. Mummar 10. All right. What are you going to do with this newfound fame? I don't know. I guess I will tweet the, live tweet the Brewer game today. Yeah. What are some things that you even tweet? Are, are you even worth following? I don't know. Oh, you're up to 381. Uh, let's see. What would you, what'd you tweet? Uh, couldn't ask for a better day. Picture, Picture of Miller, Miller Park. Park. Someone just lost the crazy cap game at the Brewers game. Because no one ever loses it. How? Uh, what else? I retweeted uh, uh, Toby Altizer's. Oh, you retweeted Cheesehead TV. You're blocked. Did I? Oh, yeah. What did I retweet? Awesome. Oh, you retweeted a picture of Bob. Yes. All right. You're, you're a worthy follow. The fight at American Family Field. Yeah. Uh, Tim, uh, following Tim is how I found out uh, about Trent Grisham's effort the other night in center field. They had a ball go right to him, and he missed it somehow. Oh, did you see that? Yeah, it was terrible. I saw it from you. 386. Cactus Pete, Dave and Cudahy. Who else? Nate the Great. Nate the, Nate great. the great. Great. He calls into the postgame show every night. Great oh, caller. Oh, finally. follows you. See? Nobody else does this for you. I just needed a little push. Thank Nobody you, else. The Tim Allen never did this for you. No. Kevin Holden never did this for you. Mr. Milwaukee 82. Oh, that's a great one to have. Does Mike the Tainter follow you yet? No, Mike the Tainter. Uh, you know what? Yes, he does. 
Uh, Mike the Tanner says, good morning, Bart. Good morning, Tim. What am I, Stormy Daniels over here? Did those three beautiful hours in the sun mean nothing to you, Tony? Have a nice day, Bart. You too, Tim. That's from uh, Mike the Tanner. Give me a couple more. Do one one or two more name shout-outs here before we uh, allow myself to go get another Mountain Dew Zero. No, that's fine. Uh, Jim, Pete B. I already said that, didn't I? Just say it again. I mean, all these guys. Uh, hey, uh, Ted Davis used to do this. Why can't I? Yeah. Uh, Twitter shout-outs. Uh, follow me on uh, Twitter. Uh, I guess I'll try this Twitter thing. Uh, NBA Ted on Twitter. Whitney. Thank you, Whitney. Whitney. Landmark MKE. Ah, uh, landmark. That's a that's a huge one. KJ. 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 Aloha. Tshay four ten. Can we get you to four? I mean, you got to have four ten. Your name's four ten. Yeah. Three ninety. You know what? I'll, I'll go uh, Bootsy. Bootsy. So are you? Uh, do you have notifications on? I do. And your phone's going nuts. Oh yeah. Do you get emails too? No. Okay, just the notification. Phil just followed me. Phil? Oh, I've been waiting for Phil. Bango! Bango? Bango! The box Bango just followed Actual me. Actual Bango verified? Actual Bango. Wow. I feel honored. Bango. Look at that. Wow. Who says I'm not a nice guy? <laughs> giving up. Brad follows me. Give, giving up. Brad follows you? Yes. Giving up. Five precious minutes of my airtime. Thank you, Bart. I do appreciate this. Where we should, I, where we I should have could saved be... this for next week. Oh, we're still doing it next week. <laughs> 394 followers. Now, are you going to follow these people back? I don't know. <laughs> of course I will. I'm going to, after the show, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to personally tweet everybody. Oh, like the Brewer. Yes. I am going to be like the Brewer account. Wow. I'm going to be that nice. Tim Shea, ladies and gentlemen. However, if I blocked you before, I will not unblock you if you've asked. Who who have you blocked? Brett Bielema's wife? Great question. That's Tim Shea, T. Shea 410. I'm Bart Winkler. More coming up. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.